Welcome back to the podcast. We're joining with our favorite Zoe as usual. They can't see you, the audio listeners. You gotta say hello. Hello. You gotta say hello. Don't. I just smacked my knee <laughs> into Christian's dad's truck. <laughs> you left a big pause in between Christian and dad. It's like it was my fault. <laughs> Christian's dad's truck. So before we. <laughs> Before we are starting this, as we're walking into my house to start, we were coming back from In and Out, <laughs> and I was taking a video for some reason to send to like my friend on Snapchat, <laughs> and I fully, I wasn't paying attention, at all, <laughs> not at all. Your phone, and my dad's huge trailer hitch that we have for our little RV thing <laughs> sticks pretty far out. <laughs> I ran into it, tripped over it while I ran into it, and then sat on the ground because I was like, did that really just fucking happen? I'm surprised you were laughing through the pain, though. I'm like, that sounded like it hurt. It hurt so bad. So bad. Like, <laughs> I'm. you can't see the video. But I, I couldn't could- tell if the sound was from the, the hitch hitting, like, the hitch holder in the truck or... Your kneecap hitting the hitch. Let me just let me just play it, the sound for you. <laughs> and then while all that's happening, I'm hysterically laughing because I'm like, "What the fuck?" <laughs> and I just I sit down because I'm just in disbelief of the fact that that just <laughs> happened. And I was choking on my spit, and I didn't even like react until I like sat down. So I'm like. <clears throat> <laughs> Here, let me just. We're just gonna let it run through really quick. <laughs> I'll have the Buddhist in the video one. That was. That was not fun. <laughs> How are you feeling? My knee hurts really bad, so that's really great. You want to see something funny that I had like three random thoughts as we were driving home that I had to wait to share on here. I got to find where the fuck I sent it. <laughs> this is a meme that says alternate timeline where instead of reading to children, George Bush was in the middle of filming Hot Ones when he got the news. <laughs> it would have been a good 9-11 joke. On the 9-11 cast. Um, what else? Oh, you ever like in traffic and wish you had a gun just to shoot out people's tires that like made you irritated? Yeah, many times I today. I think about that on the daily. So I got a new job and my job is six minutes away from my house. Which is great. And there's this intersection that just drives drives me crazy that is like right by your house like there's no way to go anywhere without going to it yeah unless you like went all the way around through the parking lot and like exited out a different way which is fine it doesn't take any much more time to do that but it's just really annoying so that intersection is just awful <laughs> and the amount of times that that would be necessary or <laughs> useful i should say in leaving work to go home with that intersection would be great speaking of 
So you know exactly where I'm talking about, what intersection I'm talking about. Mm-hmm. So I went home on my lunch today <laughs> and I was coming back and my AC in my car doesn't work. So I drive with my windows down right now. And I was pulling in and I see these. Um, Keep talking. I see, <laughs> I hear this guy screaming. And I, like, didn't know what was happening at first, but it was at that intersection. What kind of scream? Like, scream. Like, like he's getting stabbed to that scream? No, or just, like, like, a... Screaming at someone. Like, like a homeless people on crack type scream? No. Like, okay. somebody with mad road rage. Oh. Okay. Like, kind of scream. And so, I guess, like, that intersection is, like, crazy busy. And so, there's all these cars. It's, like, piled up. And you could go right and, like, get into the turn lane and turn around and, like, do a whole U-turn that way. But most people, like, try and get all the way across. And so I didn't see it from the start. But this guy is out of his car. And he's at the car in front of him, which is at the exit of the intersection. And he's just screaming at this girl. (laughs) And he's like... And so I pull into work and I get out of my car and I'm listening to it. And he's like, this dumb bitch won't fucking move. We've all been there. I "I understand my guy. I'm like, I understand both because I know how frustrating the intersection is because it's also a turn lane. So a lot of people like will be turning in and some people will just get in the turn lane and then go all the way up. And so you never know if somebody's like turning into where you could pull out. Everyone's a dick at an intersection. Yeah, it just it just sucks where it's at. It's like literally the worst intersection ever. And so this guy's literally screaming, and I'm just standing there watching it happen. And I'm like, this is not. I wish I would have recorded it because it was really fucking funny. But another NPC moment. <laughs> That's fucking funny. Was that today? Yeah. I was thinking about the Snapchat. I think you post on your story of just like you showing off your new like air studio and then just like a bald dude <laughs> doing squats outside. I'm like, why is Howie Mandel out there? Yeah. Doing squats. That was like 30 minutes after the whole intersection thing had happened. Dude totally looked like Howie Mandel. <laughs> he was like, so I was sitting inside at the front desk with one of my coworkers. And she was like looking over. She's like, "Do you see this guy?" And I was like, "No, what?" And I look over, and at first he was just kind of standing there outside of his car, hella weird. And then he starts like he was like pushing up and down. Excuse me, from like his car, and then all of a sudden you see him stick his hands out and start doing squats. It was, which yeah. is a weird thing to do in the squat world. I've seen a lot of things today. I think that's why I was so on one earlier because I was just so like overstimulated by the community today. It's crazy how many weird shit happens to you or around you 24-7. Well, and then when I was driving here, I was on the phone and there was this lady that was like behind me in a car and she was like on my ass and I caught up to a stoplight. And she literally was so close to me. I was like, if I even reversed two centimeters, I would hit her car. And so we start driving again. And like, you know how when people are like mad in traffic and they're trying to like get somewhere fast, they like will aggressively exit the lane and their car kind of like swerves a little bit until they like straighten back out. She did that. 
<laughs> and then speeds past me, ends up getting stuck behind a car. I end up passing her. The car moves. I get back in front of her because I had to be in that lane anyways. She gets so mad, moves around me, sped off, and then got caught at a stoplight. And then watched <laughs> me pass her like two more times. <laughs> And it's Isn't she wasn't the greatest even, thing ever. She was like a middle aged white woman, too. Like, where do you got to be? Pick up your kid from soccer practice? Literally. She was like in a little Honda CRV, had her hair up in like a ponytail blonde lady. I was like, dude, it's not that serious. It yeah. happened to me like, I think yesterday when I was going to work, where like this little punk ass kid in this Jetta was just being a dick and cutting off like anyone he could. And, like, by the time we got to the light, we were in the same position. I'm like, that didn't get you very far. Did it there, kiddo. (laughs) Chill out. Big hoss. I just don't get it. I don't get it. I just need a helicopter. There's no traffic in the sky. Besides birds, I guess. You just hit those. Well. Move, bitch. (laughs) You could. They could blow up your shit. You don't gotta hit it with the propeller. I just aim it towards him. <laughs> you just hear Wah! and see a bunch of feathers. See a bunch of blood too. Ooh. How do you like it? The new gig. Everything you dreamed of. So much better. It's free real estate. So much better. It's really nice. And you still has hair there. Huh? People that have hair still go there. Yeah. Okay. I don't know much about your industry. No, it's really nice. It's way nicer than where I was at before. What are you wearing your socks? Mermaid dogs. <laughs> okay. Kay. Anyway. You want to hear some Reddit stories? So I tasked Zoe with finding some funny-ass Reddit stories because that's all the grave right now. So. I didn't really find funny ones. I just kind of find Well, just, some. you know, whatever crazy stuff to react to i only found a couple because i have not had any motivation to go searching reddit but that's right i didn't wanted this to be a reddit podcast just like a every once in a while bit so i found one it had a lot of upvotes but i didn't read the whole thing i just read the title it says <laughs> am i the asshole for asking my coworker what would happen if i drank her breast milk <laughs> Okay. <laughs> My 20 female coworker Kate had a baby a little while ago, and in the break room during lunch yesterday, she was talking about breastfeeding. During the conversation, I asked Kate, "Hey, so what would happen if I were to drink your breast milk?" Kate said, "Excuse me." <laughs> I did realize that it sounded like a weird question when you didn't hear the train of thought leading up to it, so I tried to explain myself and I said, "I mean, is it okay because your baby is related to you, but I'd get sick because I don't have your same bacteria? Kate didn't answer me, but our other coworker, Lauren, said, Well, it can't be that. That's how it works because then wet nurses would have, wouldn't have been a thing. I've never heard of a wet nurse and asked Lauren, what's that? Lauren said, it's when you hire a nanny who had a baby at the same time as you so that she can also breastfeed your baby for you. It's like an old-timey thing. So at this point, Kate said, you guys are being dicks and left. Kate didn't answer me, but my other coworker Lauren then said, oh, wait, just kidding. I already read the part. Sorry. Um, I found out today that she's telling people that me and Lauren were making fun of her about breastfeeding. 
So I do understand why Kate would be would have been so uncomfortable with the way I've asked but the question because yes that was kind of a stupid way to say it but I don't really understand how she thinks I'm making fun of her at all after that. What in the fuck? <laughs> First of all like kind of a weird question. I guess it's different cuz the person talking about it is a woman. It's not like a dude asking which would be weirder. I feel like that's a little less weird, but still weird. I don't know if they said if she was. They didn't say if they were a girl or a guy. Well, she said my, and then she said 23, I think, female. Yeah, my coworker Kate, 20 female. What They didn't put like a, a number for, or uh, a think, gender for. Mm, it's like kind of weird because they didn't put anything else after Kate. So I'm assuming that the 20 female was for Kate. I'm saying there's not two of them in there. Mm-mm. Hmm. So I don't yeah. know. What's the Reddit username? Dizzybox6519. Dizzybox? <laughs> yeah. I feel like that's generated, but... Probably. Dizzybox. I don't know. I think if I were... <laughs> I probably wouldn't get offended to that sense, but I'd be really fucking freaked out. I like, think it's just like a... Uh, intrusive thought question that they didn't filter and that they didn't think about hey maybe this i should might be a little weird yeah maybe i shouldn't ask this to a new mom i don't know <laughs> just saying what would happen if i consumed <laughs> what would happen you'd grow two more arms <laughs> you ready for another one sure okay wait Found are they the asshole what do you think i don't think so I think it's like a, a harmless question. A little out of pocket, but nonetheless. Yeah, I don't think they're the asshole. Yeah. Okay. Found out my deceased brother has a kid we didn't know about. Oh. My brother and I were 18 months apart. He struggled with addiction and tragically passed away from an overdose five years ago. Sounds like Harry Potter. <laughs> Last month was the five year anniversary of his passing, and man, it was tough. What made this even more devastating is that he left behind a two-year-old daughter and a fiancé who was pregnant with his son. He never got to meet his son, who is, four, who is now four. His daughter is seven. Life kept going on without him. While we miss him every day, my mom and sister and I did whatever we could to help support his kids and fiancé and make sure that they were comfortable and felt as supported as they tried to move on and build what became their new life. The fiancé moved on, met a new guy, and moved away. We had a great relationship with them and are happy that they have a stable home. This week, my mom received a Facebook message from a woman my brother had a fling with prior to her the fiancé. She has three girls and one son. Turns out her partner, are, her and her partner are breaking up. The partner took a paternity test and discovered the son was not his. She said the only other possibility could be my brother. The kid looks shockingly like us, exactly what my brother and I looked like when we were little. Um, what? Sorry. She wasn't asking us for money or anything, just for us to be aware that we have a family member we didn't know about. Um, I would suck at being on two hot takes. I'm just going to say that now. <laughs> um, they say how old the kid was? No. Oh, just be aware that we have a family member we didn't know about and that when the kid is old enough, she wants him to know his other side of the family. We are happy, shocked, excited, scared, and so many emotions that it's hard to describe. 
We're happy that there's another piece of my brother living on, but we're scared about the unknowns of this woman we have no relationship with. Worried for the daughter and son we did know about to find out they have a half-brother and is worried that his new that this new kid has to learn his dad is re- his dad isn't his dad his real dad and his real dad is dead we're still processing that's wild that's heavy that's heavy it doesn't say the age of the kid mm. let me see No. That's wild. Especially that like last couple lines where it's like your dad isn't your real dad and your real dad is dead. It's like at that point why tell the kid that? Right. It's like one of those things of like shit that happened in the past where like I probably don't need about just don't tell me. Like, I was listening to that last, because Zoe got me on this podcast called Two Hot Takes. I don't think they were the first person to, like, start reading um, Reddit stories, but they definitely, like, blew up from it. And now everyone I see is kind of following that model a little bit. But uh, the recent episode, it was one of, like, um, whoever the guest was, was talking about, like, how, like, this ex from like a decade ago like hit him up and was like hey I'm trying to like you know be a better person and you know trying to like say all like my wrongdoings to the people I've hurt and just so you know I cheated on you like 10 years ago like dog it's been a decade why why are you telling me that now like I could have went my whole life just keep up the lie like, I didn't need to know. Yeah. I just found one. That's... <laughs> is that what you're giggling? Yeah. What's it entitled? Having a big dick is not great for anybody. <laughs> this is going to be an interesting one. Okay. So I was what some would call blessed <laughs> with an 8.8 inch dick. God damn. But the truth... <laughs> The truth is, it's not great for anybody. My girlfriend can only handle about five to six before it gets uncomfortable, and if I get an accidental boner, it is not hideable <laughs> in almost any bottoms, especially things like cargos and joggers. So don't believe the media saying big dick is everything, because I would actually rather have an average five to six inch package. <laughs> what are the comments? inch that's a fucking weapon one of the comments says it's funny because the guy who has the world's largest cock has much the same opinion (laughs) yeah but that guy's like 13 so obviously girls will find his uncomfortable it would literally be a pipe (laughs) I think that I don't I haven't kept up with it because it's a weird um, record to keep up with but I think the dude with the biggest dick it was like 22 inches 22 like that's a fucking tripod <laughs> oh this one's okay I have an imaginary girlfriend <laughs> this 
I want to talk about the big dick. <laughs> so, I gotta move on. Funny. Should have hit him up with Lindsay. Yeah. Okay, <laughs> <laughs> I have an imaginary girlfriend. I'm 18 male and I've never dated, and oh, this no. has been affecting me in some way. It's already a bad. Since start. December of last year, my mind has created an imaginary girlfriend, and I named her Bianca. Her style is e-girl. That was gonna be Beyonce. <laughs> When I'm alone with no one around, I start talking to her about my taste, family, and desires in life. When it's time to sleep, I imagine her lying next to me in bed, and there are times when I squirm in bed as if I had sex with her. Is this normal, or do I need a psychologist? <laughs> Listen to the comment. Yes. One of the comments says, you just need friends. <laughs> At least the girl is human and not an insect monster. What the fuck? Why is that the first thought? Why insect monster? I don't know. What is that referring to? So many questions for these people. Oh shit, okay. Am I the asshole for telling my daughter's biological mother that she doesn't deserve to call herself a mom? Oh, love this title already. I, 26 female, am engaged to my fiance, 33 male, Brandon, and have grown close with his daughter, Lucy, 4 female. Lucy's biological mother, Natalie, 30 female, has lost all physical and legal rights to her daughter due to neglecting her severely when Lucy was an infant. Not to get into great detail, but Natalie is addicted to opioids and Lucy had a withdrawal period. Oh. <laughs> Lucy and I have gotten close as I've dated my fiance for almost four years. Lucy was born nine months before I came into Brennan's life. We met at the hospital as Lucy had some major health issues in her infancy due to Natalie and I have a chronic illness that pushes me into pancreatitis. She now calls me mama even though neither I nor my fiance asked her to do so. I read her bedtime stories and I'm helping her learn to add and subtract. During a get-together for Brandon's birthday, I hosted at his house. Natalie showed up with her new boyfriend. Neither were invited. She tried to give Lucy a hug, but Lucy didn't know her. She came to Brandon and me instead and told us a stranger had come. She then asked me to make up her plate because Natalie began to throw a tantrum in the middle of the party, shouting about how she was going to take Brandon to court because she's the mom and she will win full custody because she deserves to be in her daughter's life. During this time, Brandon took Lucy inside because she started crying because she was scared. I admit it. I snapped. <laughs> I told her she has no right to call herself a mother because she has abandoned Lucy to go get high and sleep around. She hurt my baby so bad that she's four and needs to go to therapy and has physical health issues because of her. She refuses to put, on, put her baby first and at best she's an egg donor. <laughs> I told her to get the fuck out of my house and never come back. She wailed all the way back to her boyfriend's car. I admit that I think I went too far. I know that drug addiction is a disease and people who suffer from substance abuse disorder need help. I think I went too far by saying she was at best an egg donor. Brandon said I did nothing wrong. Am I the asshole? No. No. 100% no. It's so crazy, like, for uh, the father to get full custody, like, you gotta really do some fuck shit. Yeah, like 90% of the time, they don't give dads full custody or like take away a mom really mom's legal rights. Up. Like, there's a very slim chance that a dad gets full custody. That's fucked. 
Yeah. So it's fucking funny though. The whole I use egg donor as such a like term as of the recent years. Such a powerful term. So this was only nine hours ago. One person said showing up not the asshole. Showing up to a party you weren't invited to is not the way to try and initiate establishing a relationship with a biological child who doesn't even know you and certainly doesn't indicate that she is fit for any sort of contact with the child she abandoned. If she has no legal rights to Lucy anymore, can you get a restraining order? Keep protecting her and make sure any daycare slash school knows who Lucy can and cannot leave with. Uh, OP said... Her daycare knows only Brandon and I can pick her up Monday through Thursday. Grandma and Pop Pop <laughs> pick up on Friday, Brandon's parents. And then still give them a heads up, specifically name Natalie as a person they could not release. Uh, Lucy, too, would only take you five minutes, blah, blah, blah. Grandma and Pop Pop. <laughs> yeah, and a lot of people are just like saying, not the asshole. That's fucking, that's wild. I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go on to the subreddit and just peek around and see. We should make a Zoe subreddit. Or just Zoe's. <laughs> anyway, what subreddit is this? Am I the asshole? Oh, love. <laughs> you might like this one. Oh, this is gonna be good. Am I the asshole for telling my stepdaughter she needs to grow up and stop expecting everyone else to cater to her diet because she wants to lose weight? Why would I? I don't know. At first I read it wrong and then I just (laughs) thought of like. You read stepdaughter like you're going to like this. (laughs) I read something about losing weight and I thought about. Oh. Don't. (laughs) So I, 45 female, have been a stepmother to Lucy. Funny. Funny. (laughs) Lucy. (laughs) Lucy, 17 female for the last two years. I also have a son, Jack, 15 male from my previous relationship. For the first 18 months that I knew Lucy, she was in love with junk food. She would use the money she would get from babysitting the neighbor's kids to buy cookies, chips, ice cream all the time. It was very unhealthy how much of that crap she was eating. I tried to politely encourage her to switch to something healthier that still tasted good like yogurt. She would always respond with, you're not my mom and stop controlling my body because she's... Because of this, she's put on a lot of weight. Anyways, about six months ago, she got into an argument with a boy at school. They called each other names, and he ended up calling her a hippo. That's awful. That made her really self-conscious, and she's been trying to improve her health since then. She threw out all the junk food we had at home, and she tries to exercise three to four times a week. She's been making steady progress, and I'm happy that she's been taking care of herself. My son, however, has taken a liking to Dorito chips. He doesn't eat a lot of it, maybe a packet every other week. He mostly eats it in his room, so Lucy hasn't seen him eating them. But a couple days ago, he was watching a TV show downstairs and decided to eat chips, decided to eat his chips. I was cooking in the kitchen, but then I heard an argument, so I ran out to figure out what was going wrong. Lucy was mad at Jack for eating chips and told him to throw it out because she's trying to lose weight. My son said that she can eat whatever he wants. I tried to calmly tell Lucy that Jack isn't allowed Jack is allowed to eat in a common space. And what if he's eating and what he's eating is tempting to her, she can nicely ask him to put it away or she can go to another room until he finishes if he declines her request. That just made her angrier and she accused me of playing favorites and sabotaging her progress. This pissed me off because I've been I've done nothing but be supportive of her the last few months. I firmly told her that she's almost 18, she needs to grow up and accept that not everyone will follow her diet, especially in their own homes. 
She cried to her mom, who's now blowing up my phone, calling me a bitch for not supporting her daughter. My husband, her dad, is on my side, but after sleeping on it, but after sleeping on it, I think I could have used a gentler tone. So am I the asshole? No. I think, like, it's pretty stupid to be, like, it's, I think, like, a self-control thing for that type of shit. It's, like, that happens a lot around here of, like. I can't be like, oh, don't have that shit around me. It'll, you know, tempt me. Like, no, dog, have some self-control. Right. But, like, the whole common space shit, the amount of times, like, someone's in the, like, living room watching TV or some shit, where it's pretty open, like, floor plan, and then, like, other people are having conversation in the kitchen, and people, like, whoever's watching TV, like, can you shut up? Like, dog, we're in the common space. Right. If you want quiet, go to your room. Right. Freak. That's what I say. <laughs> you call your family freaks? All the time. That's like the less, uh, that's like the most tame word. <laughs> Usually I say, all you hoes need to shut up. <laughs> that's funny, though. I feel like it's a slippery slope, the whole, like, step-parent. Oh. Oh. Okay. We're on a tirade now. Huh? We're on a tirade now. What do you mean? What you got? <laughs> Am I the asshole for confronting my roommate in front of her parents? <laughs> <laughs> Me, 20 female, and my roommate, 21 female, have not been getting along very well since moving in together earlier this year. But we had our first blow-up fight just a couple days ago. I don't like her because she's always eating my food and using my makeup. She even ruined one of my favorite eyeshadow palettes that's been discontinued, so I can't even get another one. Collector's edition. <laughs> she doesn't like me because she thinks I'm trying to get with her boyfriend. I'm gay. <laughs> Just like, I'm gay. <laughs> <laughs> Our blow-up fight was on Friday last week. I was planning on going to a party at a friend's house, so I was admittedly skimping. I was in an admittedly skimpy outfit when I found out my palette was ruined. I was so angry, I confronted her right then. She again accused me of trying to get with her boyfriend because, one, I was making her look bad in front of him, and two, because of my outfit, she accused me of this right in front of him. For the millionth time, I reminded her that although I dress very femininely, I am a lesbian. And I went, I went to the party, got really drunk, came home, and crashed. The next morning, I woke up and went to the bathroom to wash my face and brush my teeth. I looked in the mirror, and my eyelashes were cut short. Dude, that would piss me off. If I came home and somebody fucked with my makeup. Uh -uh. Expensive shit. Throwing hands. Are you kidding me? I... Have not bought eyelashes because I cannot afford it right now. So I've been reusing some eyelashes that I've had. Some recycle, baby. Like it's it's bad. Like I need to get new ones, but I can't. So that would piss me off because they're fucking expensive. <laughs> I was so angry that I immediately went to the living room where she was and started yelling at her, not even noticing that her parents were there <laughs> at first. Apparently they had stopped by for a visit that day on their way to a wedding as soon as her mom found out what happened she flew off the handle and started yelling at my roommate too <laughs> such a cartoon moment get this get this when she was in high school her and her little sister got into a fight and she cut off her little sister's eyelashes while she slept dude the fuck <laughs> like her real eyelashes oh so i think that she cut 
she cut her actual eyelashes while she was sleeping <laughs> fucking god you come near me with a fucking blade that dude. close to my eyeball dude. you're dead i'm sitting here thinking that it was like her false eyelashes. eyelashes i'm like bitch i'd be pissed too her actual eyelashes that's fucking insanity oh my god um this isn't the first time she's done this they told her that they were cutting her monthly allowance and that her expenses would be limited to groceries and school-related things. No eating out or doing anything fun until my eyelashes grew back. <laughs> that's, a, that's so specific. That's fucking hilarious. As soon as her parents left, she started yelling at me for getting her in trouble with them. I just told her that she was crazy and went to my room. I stayed at a friend's house that night, and the next day I brought and installed a deadbolt on my bedroom door. I talked to my other roommates while they agreed what she did was crazy. They think that I could have waited until her parents weren't there, and that I did it again by confronting her in front of her parents right after confronting her in front of her boyfriend. They also say that I can just wear false eyelashes until they grow out anyways, since I wear makeup every day anyways. I feel like they're completely dismissing the severity of her actions. She snuck into my room at night with a pair of scissors. What if I had shifted in my sleep and she had cut my eyelid or worse, my eye? The thought of her sneaking in my room while I slept with a sharp object makes me shiver. Now I spend most of my time either out of the house and away from her or in my room with the deadbolt locking my door. I don't feel safe in my home even a week later. That's so sad. That's fucking wild, dude. <laughs> Cutting her real eyelashes. You have to cut this part. You know that reminds me of... Alyssa? Yeah. yeah, that's the whole fucking... Once you said, like, problems with the roommate, I'm like, <laughs> I want to talk about her. Oh, God. The fact that she fucking went in there and fully... No, I thought they were fake. Her actual eyelashes... The shit that's most comical is like her, can the chick that Rumi convinced that she's trying to like woo the boyfriend, and she's like, "Dog, I'm not straight. I'm gay. I'm. I lesbian. like women. <laughs> Pussy. <laughs> that's Pussy. that's fucking wild. That's like from eleven hours ago. It only has seven hundred upvotes. That's what's the comments on that? Um. <laughs> not the asshole at all you didn't get her in trouble with them her own actions did and her actions were completely psycho it's assault and you could press charges if anything she should be thanking her lucky stars that you didn't call the police i wouldn't be able to stay there any longer basically just saying like i very much like why'd you tell mom on me yeah a lot of them are like like a very cartoon moment go to like yell at her be like oh those parents right there a lot of them are just like saying, "Yeah, that's literal assault. Get a restraining order." You, why are they skipping over the fact that she cut her actual eyelashes? That's wild, dude. If I found out someone's holding a fucking pair of scissors over my eyeballs, you're in the ground <laughs> tonight. <laughs> this, I have to read this one. Okay. Am I the asshole for ruining my sister-in-law's relationship? Ruining my sister-in-law's relationship. A little too close to home there. I'm just kidding. 
My 26 male sister-in-law, 31 female, has been going out with a friend of mine for a couple months. They met on Tinder and hit it off pretty well. The thing is, while going out with this friend, I'ma call him L, she started seeing another friend of mine, call him M, and they started going out. The thing is, me, L, and M have been friends for 15 years. We are basically brothers and talk to each other every day. I didn't know she was seeing M at the time. To make small talk, I asked about I asked L about her in our group chat if things were good and etc. Long story short, L found out found out about M and they both got angry at her and decided to block her everywhere. <laughs> Fair. L got pissed to the point of taking a screenshot of the group chat and send send to her before blocking her to show her that he knew she was cheating. When she saw me asking about her in the group chat, she confronted me and asking why I was snooping around her business. I said I was only making small talk with my friend. She called me an asshole and told her mother she doesn't want me visiting. I asked both L and M if with either of them were exclusive with her and they showed me the text. She basically told both of them they were exclusive and that she wanted a serious relationship and a father to her son. Oh. (laughs) I got so confused at the beginning of this. I'm like, how did this, how's his sister-in-law, like how, no mention of brother that's fucking crazy she's a single mom and i'm the godfather of the child (laughs) the only father (laughs) i confronted her about that we had an argument and she basically forbid me of seeing my godson she called me an asshole for snooping around and that i should have taken care take care of my own business which i actually saw a bit of logic in her thinking but it wasn't on purpose and i'm actually glad i did because it helped my friends from being fooled by her but am I the asshole? <laughs> That's crazy. The fact that she <laughs> wanted both of them to be the dad. That's wild. This chick wants the devil threesome every night. Oh my god, listen to this. Your sister-in-law is a walking trench coat stuffed full of red flags wearing a wig and makeup trying to lure in a step-parent for her kid. Wow, not the asshole. So I honestly take the fact that she doesn't want contact with you is a blessing when she is not only willing to two-time complete strangers but is in fact enthusiastic i.e bold face bold face lied to with both of them and that they are exclusive and attempted attempt to find the father for her kid who knows what she is capable of trying to manipulate you who already has a relationship with her kid to do for her um I didn't read this close enough to realize this was your sister-in-law. That makes it worse. Wow. Yeah, that's what I was, like, tripped up about. I'm like, sister-in-law, no mention of a brother. So probably wife's sister. Okay. Oh. That makes most sense. Yeah. Like, what the fuck's going on? And then they said, like, two-timing them. That's yeah. fucking. People are so f- fucked up in the head. Oh my god. Oh my god, Ronnie. <laughs> Am I the asshole for kicking out my homophobic? Oh, I read this one wrong at first. I thought he said. I don't know why homophobic read in my mind as gay. Not like against the gay. <laughs> now you see homophobic, you're like, yeah, it makes sense. <laughs> Okay, am I the asshole for kicking out my homophobic brother and leaving him homeless? Hey, Reddit. No. 
I'm Leanne. I'm 31 years old. I'm gay and happily married to my husband, Alex. Oh, we have a lovely seven year old son named Max, whom we share adopted as a baby. I also have an older sister, Sarah, who has always supported me in my choices. But the focus of the story is on my younger brother, Mark. Mark is 28. And as far back as I can remember, he has been extremely homophobic and openly vocal about it. He loves to insult the LGBTQ plus community, including me and my husband. This drove a wedge between us to the point where we barely spoke unless necessary. Oh, man. (laughs) Now about the recent incident. Mark got into financial trouble due to a series of bad decisions and was evicted from his apartment. Despite our differences, I couldn't let my own brother be homeless, so I offered him a place to stay temporarily until he gets back on his feet. My husband, Alex, was hesitant but he agreed because family is family. While he was at my house, we tried to maintain a healthy environment for Max's sake. We didn't want our son exposed to Mark's homophobic views, so we set some rules. No hateful comments. He needed to keep his beliefs to himself while under our roof. Everything was fine for a while, but today was my husband's birthday, and we decided to invite our friends and family over for a barbecue at our house. I was manning the grill while Alex played with Max in the pool, and Mark was a bit further away drinking with some cousins. When we all sat down to eat, I decided to make a toast in honor of my husband, and that's when Mark, completely intoxicated, started making various highly homophobic remarks directed at me and Alex. Max, who was sitting with us, was clearly disturbed by his uncle's comments. At that point, I couldn't take it anymore. I reprimanded him in front of everyone at the table, highlighting how harmful his words were and how they affected our son. Mark was furious with the reprimand, accused me of being overly sensitive, and tried to justify his prejudiced opinions. The situation became tense and awkward for everyone at the table. I lost my patience and said things in a heated tone that I shouldn't have. I yelled at Mark, calling him an idiot and stating that I wouldn't tolerate his homophobia in my home and told him to pack his things and leave. The The atmosphere became tense. Alex tried to calm the situation. Mark was furious, packed his things, and left our house. Now our family is divided. Some believe Mark provoked the situations with his homophobic views, while others think I was too harsh and became the jerk in the situation since he has nowhere else to go. So Reddit, am I the asshole? Why would people... I don't... It's so weird how people divide. I know. Like... Like for some that you invited in their home and you like clearly set a boundary. Like, hey, keep your shit to yourself. Right, and it's like even to know he's like homophobic, and you're in like a gay marriage. Like that's a lot to take in someone very young, impressionable child. Right, and then like like you said, know that somebody is very clearly homophobic and doesn't support your lifestyle, but still be a good enough of a person and a family member to say, "Okay, come live with me," knowing that he does not support you or your lifestyle. Like, I don't even have to be in a gay marriage. If I have homophobic friends, I'm not friends with them anymore. Right. Because it's just unnecessary. It's like, I have my views. And if you have, like, not so much conflicting views, but if you have, like, very, like, you know, off shit that you think like that, then you're not my friend. So people being like... You should give a pity because he's homeless or he's got nowhere to go. Like, no, dog. That's called consequences. Um. Okay. Ready? Yeah. (laughs) 
Am I the asshole for not letting my mother-in-law and father-in-law help me with the baby after the reaction to me being injured? Okay. I don't know. Curious. I, 21 female, have a seven-month-old son with my boyfriend. My family lives abroad and are coming over to stay and help at Christmas time. For now, my mother-in-law and father-in-law, 60s, Deborah, and Bob, are helping me with household stuff and the baby. So far, we haven't had any real issues and they've been a massive help. <laughs> oh, shit. About three weeks ago, I fell down the stairs. I wasn't holding the baby and the baby was safe. However, instead of helping me, Deborah and Bob both jumped to comfort the baby who was crying and left me at the bottom of the stairs. <laughs> That's so if she was holding the baby okay can understand that's like you hitting the fucking trail hitch earlier and me going is the video did you get it (laughs) i need it (laughs) without even giving a shit (laughs) (laughs) my legs were fine but i was wobbly because of the shock and asked one of them to help me up after nearly 10 whole minutes of being ignored i managed to stand up on my own and hobbled through the living room i sit down and deborah says what happened to you are you okay she fell down the stairs that's fucking i can't feel good (laughs) i'll admit i saw red i just said i fell down the stairs didn't you hear me calling you for help deborah's eyes widened and she said she was too busy fussing over the baby (laughs) after an hour my arm was swelling up and i was taken to the hospital luckily it was nothing serious and recovery time would be quick after my boyfriend got home and his parents left i told him i no longer want their help after today's events i can manage on my own and even though it'll be hard he was taken aback and said they've done a lot for us i said i appreciated it but it all but it (laughs) but they ignored me crying and calling them for 10 minutes after i fell down the stairs 10 minutes yeah (laughs) my god <laughs> then i'm not laughing at her i feel really bad so but fun. your reactions to everything are fucking killing me 10 minutes Dog. 10 minutes going like help, help. <laughs> like nah let's go check out that baby though the baby was just crying the baby would have been fine the baby's fucking He's good. It's like Chill if I out. fell down the stairs and Sayla started crying, my mom would run to Sayla. Oh, 100%. <laughs> so. It's like you fucking crying. You fell down the stairs and Bentley, your dog, barks once. I go, what's wrong? <laughs> <laughs> they don't care about me, only the baby. And I was embarrassed I didn't see it sooner. <laughs> he called his parents to let them know we won't need their help anymore and his dad said is it about today we really didn't hear her my boyfriend just told them they were invited to sunday roast this week and that's all i could tell she was not happy about my decision but he said he went along with it because i'm the mother fast forward to sunday and my brother-in-law and sister-in-law are guests as well Sister-in-law has a three-year-old and is totally on my side, but brother-in-law is not. He told me to be grateful for his parents' support as they are significantly more well-off than my parents and are paid for many newborn infant expenses and plan to pay for many more as the baby grows. Since then, Deborah keeps calling and asking if we need any help, and she says she feels awful not seeing both of you and that she misses the baby. Edit, um... 
Was the baby crying loudly, long enough, loudly enough to where it was a possibility that they didn't hear you? No way. The baby stopped crying after 10 seconds and the stairs are two meters from the living room. There is absolutely zero way they couldn't have heard me. One, I scream as I fell. Two, the general noise of fall, someone falling, including books falling and plate <laughs> wall plates breaking. Me, or three, me crying and shouting for help. I fell at the top of the stairs and fell all the way down. This wasn't a misstep and a bum shuffle down that hurt my pelvic bone. I fully fell down the stairs and cracked the banister. No way they didn't hear. The baby also started crying after the initial smack after I hit the ground. So it says. Oh the my part God. about like the whatever brother or brother-in-law being like. You're the fucking asshole. Yeah. Being like. No, just the part be like. These parents are more well off. Your parents are not. Which is like, what super, does that have to do with anything? Fucked up to bring up. Jesus, like, hold on, I'm overheating. I'm overstimulated. Come over here, Benny. <laughs> Whoa, green to green. That's it. I'm gonna still frame that. Make that the fucking. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, somebody said. Ten minutes. Not the asshole. Oh. They heard you were in a gaslighting you like a motherfucker. Thank your lucky stars you're not married to this guy because his family calls the shots. Brother in law's comment about them being better off is worrying, and I'd be wary of financial abuse. I hope you have your own job and finances because anyone that holds money over your head can't be a good thing. Oh, yeah. I'm glad you have family coming to support you soon. Financial abuse. Yeah, that's true. For sure. God damn. <laughs> that's fucking help for 10 minutes. <laughs> They're like, what's that annoying ass sound in the background? Let's check out that baby, though. <laughs> okay, I'll let you pick out of these two. Am I the asshole for not forcing my daughter, 15 female, to go to her dad's despite custody agreement? Or am I the asshole for saying I don't want my sister-in-law at my wedding? Let me restart this and let's do the sister-in-law wedding. Okay. Daily double. Okay. Your B-reel's going off. My 25 female and partner 26 female haven't had a traditional relationship. We eloped, then did the formal engagement, and now are planning a small intimate wedding, no more than 40 people. It was officially, originally planned for next year. However, her sister, 28 female, was graduating college for her doctorate during that same week, so she asked if we could push the wedding. My partner agreed. My partner agreed, and we moved the, fo the following year as we want to have the ceremony on the same day that we eloped. We are deep into planning process. Save the dates have been created. The venue has been booked. Hotels have been blocked off as we still have family traveling to the wedding. Recently, sister-in-law got engaged to her fiance. I found this. I found out this morning that sister-in-law has planned her wedding for just over a month ahead of our wedding. When we told sister-in-law that there was a good chance our jobs would not allow us to take off time of our work to attend her wedding and still have hours with our honeymoon, she said it was fine and she understood. My partner's younger sister was supposed to be one of my partner's bridesmaids, and as a broke college student in their world, they, wouldn't be, they won't be able to do both. My partner doesn't understand why I'm so upset about this. She is trying to convince me it isn't a big deal, but I think I'm justified in being upset. 
We have bent over backwards to accommodate sister-in-law slash sister-in-law's life. I just see it as a huge sign of disrespect that sister-in-law would plan it so close, not knowing, knowing not everyone will be able to attend both weddings. I don't want someone who doesn't respect me at my wedding. Am I the asshole for saying I don't want my sister-in-law at my wedding? I don't know on that one. Mm. I feel like weddings are such like a... Uh, um, it's more of a service for your family than for you. Yeah. Depending on the family, of course. Of if, if like... Uh, I don't know. That one's... It's also like why plan it like the following month. Yeah. Like that's just silly. Because like realistically you're going to have a lot of crossover and if all those crossover people are like in the workforce they're not be going to be able to take like two weeks consecutively off one month after the other. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. That one was a little weird. Yeah, I don't know. It might be a little overreaction, I feel like. Like, you don't respect me? Let's change. Get the fuck out of here. Are you going to dress up for Halloween? Blue from Blue's Clues. I thought you were going to dress up as Steve. No. That'd be funnier. <laughs> you do Steve, your boyfriend is blue. I want to dress up as the dude that dresses up as Tony Soprano. <laughs> what? I have a good one and then we can be done reading them. Okay. So I changed. Camera stopped. Fuck. I changed subreddits. So now we're on true off my chest. <laughs> this one's interesting. My subreddit. husband is gay. That's it. <laughs> That's the whole post. No. We've been married for three years now, and I came home from a deployment about a year ago. It was about two weeks after I got back. I had woke up in the middle of the night and went through his phone. I found him on Reddit making posts looking for men in our area. His exact words in the post were, married men for married men, <laughs> and was actually looking to meet men at our local gym. It made me sick to my stomach, but I had so much adrenaline, I kept going. I also found him making posts looking for sneaky links. What made me even more sick was that these were all posted at a time when he said he was playing the game the night before Thanksgiving when I was tired from cooking and decided to go to bed early. This was the last thing I thought he would be doing. When I found all this out, I asked him about it and either out of embarrassment or anger, he destroyed our house, throwing things around, ripping up our pictures. He packed a couple of things and tried to leave. It was such a crazy thing. I had friends staying over for Thanksgiving, which was that day, and all this is happening behind closed doors. I begged him to stay and said it's okay if he has those feelings. Of course, I'm not homophobic. It's just a completely different ballpark when your husband is gay. I mean, that's the one person you don't want to be gay. It's a year later, and I still think about it. He told me he was just bi, and that what he did was a mistake, but part of me feels like there's more to it. Like, what does he think about when we're having sex? Has he done this any time before or after? How am I supposed to know if he didn't do anything while I was deployed? He said it was a one-time thing, but in all seriousness, who waits for someone to come back from a deployment then do those things? He can't be that stupid. I don't know. I have my doubts, and I wonder if he's fully gay. I don't know if anyone can share some perspective on what they think. The worst part is that regardless of everything, he's still cheated, right? I still think that's cheating. I don't know. I just want to clarify some things. 
when I caught him, he did say he only liked the act of texting and interacting with another male because it made him horny and seemed erotic, like it turned him on, but that's all. There has never been another instance where he tore up our things, just this once, and we talked about it afterwards. He apologized for everything and told me he knew it was wrong He said and said that he shouldn't have done it. At the time, I was confused, and I know divorce is hard, so I gave it, gave it time. I'm only posting about it now because I was thinking about it and never told a soul, so it's been hard just sitting here with all this in my head. I appreciate all the help and with the comments. <laughs> Comment says, he cheated and responded violently to being found out. Not good. Def not a one-time thing either. If you didn't tell me he was in the military and just told me he tore the house, I'd be like, yep, military. I don't think he's military. She's military. Oh. She was on deployment. That's weird. I was going to say other things, but I guess that changes it up. Yeah. I mean, I feel like a lot of... I've heard of a lot of situations where more masculine men that are, like, gay and they're on the masculine side, not so much the feminine side, yeah. have a really hard time expressing and, like, accepting the fact that they're gay because of the way that society is made... I feel like it really stems from like how were they raised and yeah he was probably raised I feel like he was probably raised in a homophobic sorry I just threw that on your ground Um, like raised in a homophobic like environment and so he's probably afraid to admit to himself but he has these feelings that he doesn't know how to cope with and so he says he's bi but then I don't know to react like that fucking to get that mad like if it's like hey i found this shit like are you gay yeah you like dudes and like the way destroying shit immediately like i'm i'm curious to like know if it was like (laughs) like are you fucking gay like did she go at him or was it like a hey like i just want to talk like like like, wasn't an aggressive new jersey accent like margot robbie and wolf of wall street (laughs) You fucking kidding me? Yeah. <laughs> you fucking gay? Nah, that's more British. That's not that's Jersey. That's not even close. That's not Jersey. You fucking gay? <laughs> nah, there was you said, tough. like, Margot Robbie and Wolf of Wall Street? You fucking gay, mate? <laughs> that's oh, not... I'm crying, I can look right there. You're fucking gay. <laughs> you go down on that? <laughs> Do a little rim job now, (laughs) don't ya? Yeah, that's, huh? (laughs) Oi, brother, you eat ass. (laughs) Just a typical Tuesday for you, isn't it? (laughs) (laughs) It's a good thing I'm not making money off this yet. I would get demonetized with that. (laughs) Oi, brother, you getting a rim job? Yeah, ass, isn't it? <laughs> Tuesday. Tuesday, isn't it? Little fish chips and ass, huh? Got yourself down and off fours. It's like arse, arse. They put an R in it. <laughs> Eating some arse today, aren't you, buddy? <laughs> now I can't think of my fucking New York accent. Anyway. <laughs> <laughs> What's the guy's name in Wall Street? Jordan. Are you fucking kidding me, Jordan? Oh, no. I know a couple of people that do it, like, really fucking well. You fucking serious? Like they see Wolf of Wall Street once and they could perfectly do the accent. I'm like, dude, what the fuck? You've never been on the East Coast in your life. 
I just have to talk to my grandpa for five minutes. Which one? Steve. Steve? Grant, you have a grandpa, Steve? That's Steve's dad. Steve's dad, Steve? <laughs> Steve is Steve Jr. This is a breakthrough. <laughs> I didn't know this. You've met him! Have I? Yeah. He was at the wedding. There was like 400 other people I met at the wedding. I barely remember the time myself at the wedding. <laughs> Strunk half of it. Was that the guy I took a shot with? Yeah. <laughs> That's so funny. I'll have to watch that video again. Yeah. Grandpa Steve. I don't remember the context much of that video of me taking a shot, but I remember like someone going like, oh, three generations right here and it's just me. Taking the shot well, it was with it was all your family. Me, my dad, and my grandpa. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, Lacey was Me like, in the middle. Lacey was like, three generations. <laughs> like, I was so out of place. <laughs> well, my grandma's best friend, Barbara, was there, too. Uh, we made her take times. a shot. Oh, Barbara. Not hope me she's taking well. a shot with all my relatives that are in their fucking 70s. I hope, hope she's doing well. I love Barbara. The first time I ever met her, I was like 13. She was a little handsy, though. She co- Yeah. She <laughs> comes up to me and she goes, or no, she was hanging out with me and my sister. And it was Dolly's birthday. I can't remember what age, but she was there for it because she lives in Palm Springs. And so she would go up to people and say, hi, I'm Barbara, Dolly's best friend. Every single person she met and that is forever my favorite story of barbara sometimes i do that depending on who i'm with what like if i'm with you and i'm like meeting all your well it's hard for us because like most of our shit's intertwined or they know me from all your fucking snapchat stories but be like hi i'm christian i'm zoe's best friend <laughs> so formal so funny. anyway back to the story and then i want to talk about stories from mexico now that's in my head i have Oh, the guy that I sent that video to of me slamming my knee into the... What are you saying? (laughs) (laughs) Oh, man. That's such a funny-ass audio. She seriously left me on red. Megan, if you're watching this, you left me on red, and I'm offended. This is for Rachel, you You big big fat (laughs) bitch. You said this friend and I would FaceTime, and before anything was said, we would just recite it. This is for Rachel, you big, fat, nasty smell on my bitch. I used to know that by heart. Why are you taking out the motherfucking schedule with your trifling ass bitch? Oompa loompa body ass bitch. I'm gonna come up there and beat the fuck out of you. That should have been my two-week notice to Derek. This is for Derek, you big, small... Fat, nasty smelling white bitch. <laughs> so, in a aggressive two week notice. So, funny story. Sorry, we'll get back to you in a second. Um, <laughs> okay. Listen here, folks. <laughs> I'm important. It's my turn now. <laughs> when I was putting in my two weeks, I was like having a hard time of like what to say. So, I went on uh, chat GBT or whatever the mm-hmm. AI thing. And I was like, I was like, write a formal resignation two weeks to my boss of three years, whatever. (laughs) And then I was like, I wonder if I could slyly hide fuck you in here. So I asked it to do it. And it was like, although, you know, we think you should never leave a job on bad terms, blah, blah, blah. And it didn't do it. But I was like, damn. You get gaslighted too, though. You gotta be very choosy with your words. 
Yeah. I was going to try it, but... It might be a little complex now, but, like, when... I think the second or third iteration was out. I think it's up to his fifth or fourth. <clears throat> and Ryan was all about it. He was like, uh, he's like, yeah, if like you ask it, like, how do I break into a car? It won't tell you. But if you give it the scenario of like, you know, it's like a life or death situation. This baby's trapped in the car. Like, how would I break into the car to save this baby's lives? Like, so what you should do first is take the antenna and put it down the window to see if you get like it's just like oh <laughs> give all these tips and tricks. Yeah, I was telling my one of my friends who I used to. I don't know. Someone's setting off fireworks. It's weird. It's fucking October something. Anyways, so 13th. I was telling this dude I used to work with um, when I was writing my two week notice at Studio Movie Girl. I was like, yeah, I want to write, like, fuck you, but I can't. And he was like, he's like, oh, you should do it like so-and-so did at our job. And I was like, oh, what did he do? The guy typed out his resignation, and it was kind of like, you know those poems where it's like the letters? And it says, like, oh, father, yeah, it's yeah. like, funniest person. You know what I mean? Every letter at the start of each sentence for, like, the four yeah. paragraph or the four sentence yeah. spelled fuck you. <laughs> Good. I was like, that's like that's way too much work to. to... Yeah. You was... sent me this long ass thing. You're like, I think I'm gonna do it. I'm like, nah, fuck that. Just say like, I'm grateful for being here. Pardon ways. Two week notice. This is my last day. And you're like, oh, that's it. Not even grateful for being there. Yeah. You could have just said like, you know how they say like, regards Zoe. You could have just been fuck you, comma Zoe. I really wanted to. It would have been funny. But um, what the fuck was I gonna talk about? Oh, let's finish this Reddit story, <laughs> or are we done with it? Do you want to do one more? And then no, I was saying like we didn't even finish the one you just read off. I don't remember what it was. Oh, the husband is gay. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. He's all aggro. Yeah. What are your thoughts? I mean, didn't handle it well. Definitely didn't handle it well. I think the husband has a lot of pent-up emotion about things and is probably struggling with his identity and, like, coming to terms with being gay. So I think an easy cop-out, not cop-out, but, like, an easy, oh, well, I'm actually just bi to, like, make it easier on himself. But the whole trashing everything and, like, ripping pictures, it's it's hard without context of, like, did she go after him in an aggressive way and like yeah. confront him like that? Or was she just like, hey, I just want to talk? Because she stated, she's like, I'm not homophobic. I don't care. It's just like, like this sucks. Yeah. You know? <laughs> Saying, what'd she say? Like, person you don't want to be gay, your husband. Yeah. Your spouse. Yeah. Oi. He's so. fucking gay. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we get onto that. Yeah. <laughs> Um, fucking A. Oh, I was going to talk about the scare we had when we were in Mexico. The corona scare. <laughs> when half my family got corona and got trapped in Mexico for a week. <laughs> so we were in Mexico for Zoe's sister's wedding. And it was like, she's got a big ass family. So everyone was there. And I was there because I was a bridesmaid. And, uh right so it was like we're there how long were we there we're Not over a week. a week a little bit over i think and uh it was like brink height of covid 
and like you had to get a corona test to pretty much get on the plane to go home right and everyone's testing positive like half the family shit you not 40 some people getting the vid it's like because um, you brought a barbo it was like your uh, grandma's like best friend and I remember like we were uh, I think I was like taking my test like that day later that day and Barbara comes up while we're eating breakfast and we're sent down and she's like she's like a you know very nice old lady being all handsy being like oh you're so nice and this that the other and being very touchy and then like she looks at her phone and gets the results and she's like I don't know the next seat over from me <laughs> and then she like was her face was like I'm positive I'm like and everyone like backs away like a cartoon I was like fuck I'm gonna have the Rona <laughs> literally people were dropping like flies it or was like my uncle Larry got tested positive and like, oh. somebody else found out he was the him. last to know yeah he somebody else found out before he did so it was like word spread around the hotel like Larry got tested positive for COVID, and this man's just walking around the fucking resort. Yeah. I don't know what the... Pre- you really nodded your hair, didn't you? I know. I don't know what I did. Uh, I think the premise was like, uh, oh, I heard, like, whoever was next up, who was also in the family, getting tested, being like, oh, I heard, like, Larry got positive. Like, I wasn't supposed to know, but I know. And, like, we heard that, and then we just look up, and he's just, like, trotting around the pool at the resort. <laughs> like, Larry, what are you doing? It's like, what? <laughs> like, you have COVID. It's like, I do? And keep in mind, this man is... He's old. A old Italian man, like, a true Italian, wears his nice polos tucked into his trousers, belt, and, like, nice shoes. Yeah. Like... He looks like he's about to go boating. Yeah, like... This man is not like he. I don't know how to explain him. He's so funny, and he's like, "What do you mean?" Yeah. Like, and we're like, "What's going on?" Let's just say his head isn't in it. (laughs) He's at that age. He's he's so funny. Miss that guy. I love him so much. He gave me a timeline. I only have like two more years to get married because so the way my family works is kind of fucked up. There's three of us, me and my sisters different like family members have like a favorite of the three of us so and it's mainly like so the people that i'm the favorite for is my cousin sam my my uncle larry and my cousin greg okay i'm i'm his i'm their favorites okay so larry was telling me in mexico you only have like x amount of years you have to get married within that time because I, I'm not going to live forever. I'm going to be at that wedding. Like, I will be at your wedding. And I'm have like... have to. Get on it. <laughs> I'm like, okay. okay. <laughs> then he looks at me as if, like, we're dating. Like, dog, I'm just... I'm not even the plus one. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just in the wedding. I'm just here. <laughs> I'm spooning with your cousin. What's up, Sam? <laughs> yes, the funniest fucking part is that Sam literally had his girlfriend there with him too. 
because we're like sharing a bed. So they were, he was like split to make it easier cost wise. Well, I was on, like very last minute kind of like the wedding was in January. I think I was asked like about this time, like October ish. Mm-hmm. She had like invited him to the wedding in July. And then around October, she was like, do you want to be in the bridal party? Yeah. She's like, do you want to be my bridesmaid? I'm like, shut the fuck up. You're kidding me. <laughs> I accept. And so to like cut the cost down, Christian was like. I'm like, who can I room you with? Yeah. Like trying to share a room with somebody just to make it easier. So my cousins, um, like one of them is, was in Washington, Doug. Yeah. And then Sam's in Arizona with Carla. So my mom was like, you should put them with Doug and Sam and Carla. Like, that would be great. They can, like, share a room. You can get three beds or whatever. Well, the hotel fucked up. Something happened with the room. It was, like, two beds. It was supposed to be, like, two beds and a pullout. Yeah. And the couches they had was, like, it was, like, adobe, like, stone. Yeah. Like, there's no fucking way I'm sleeping on a rock. (laughs) I mean, I could (laughs) if I'm drunk enough, but it was small. Smaller than this couch. It was like this size. Yeah. But, uh, yeah. I got very close to your family that week. <laughs> Let's just say that. So funny. And then, uh, yeah. Fucking good times. All right. I think one of the people that were... I can't remember if someone in that room got uh, COVID. I don't think so. Mm-mm. I think it's when I stayed with Alex and Kayla and one of them did. Okay, Alex got COVID. Yeah. That's right, because he got really sick, and we thought he had food poisoning. He got sick, like, the we- like the reception. Mm-hmm. Or, like, we had, like, the formal wedding, which I... It's the reception, the party? Yeah. And then he's just like, I don't feel good. Like, I'm going to go get water or some shit. And then, like, went to the room, which I was, like, partially staying at, too, because they had a bigger place. And, uh... <laughs> yeah, he was violently ill. Yeah. All good right. times you about ready wait did you ever read the uh or ever hear the tony pizza story the reddit i'm pretty sure i have have you because i want to read it okay i just have to find it yeah no i have i have where he starts calling his girlfriend <laughs> it's so fucking funny yeah no two hot takes read that with drew Offalalo once googling tony pizza was not a good idea just brings me pizza places. Yeah. <laughs> this is a shorter one. You want me to read it? Do you want to? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I've heard this one. Yeah. <laughs> My boyfriend won't stop calling me Tony Pizza. <laughs> I, female 21, and my boyfriend, male 21, currently live together, and we have been together about four months. To explain why we are living together at the four-month mark, we started out as roommates, but then started dating. I have to say, my boyfriend has never been good at pet names. Some early ones were Little Stubster and Sour Meat. (laughs) One of my nicknames for him, in comparison, is Little Bird. Anyway, about two weeks ago, he starts calling me Tony Pizza. This doesn't even make sense, and he uses it more often than my actual name. He is obsessed. It honestly bothers me that he can't even bother to find a somewhat nice nickname for me. I have had a couple of conversations with him about it, and he says he just can't think of anything better. 
What do I do? Is this going to become a bigger problem or should I even address it? I hate being Tony Pizza. <laughs> Little Stubster's all right. Sour meat. <laughs> Epic. That's fucking Tony funny. Pizza. I hate being it's Tony so Pizza. Funny. I just think like what happens if they're in bed, right? They're fucking. Oh, Tony. Tony Pizza. Oh. It's so funny. <laughs> Give him the tone. <laughs> Give me that sour meat. Tony <laughs> <laughs> pizza. That's how I think about it. <laughs> oh no. <laughs> okay. I need to go to bed. Don't. <laughs> Shut up. Shut up. Okay. I think it. I think we're gonna. Anyway, I think we'll start calling you Tony Pizza. <laughs> anyway. <laughs> I gotta go to bed. All oh, right. Go. Thanks for coming to the podcast. Say your usual stuff. Brush your teeth. I brushed my teeth for this. I forgot to tell you that. Don't be assholes and trolls on the internet. She's looking directly in the camera. Call your significant other Tony Pizza. We should make this a global phenomenon. It should either be like babe, baby, or like Tony Pizza. Those are the only three options. (laughs) Oh, don't. Don't forget Ryan's Keto. Welcome back to the Tony Pizza Podcast. The TPP. I gotta go. All right. And thanks for coming. (laughs) Ryan's Keto. Ryan's Keto.